good morning, everybody. It's time for Chatting with Chap. I'm your host, Ginger Wade, and I'm so glad you joined me today. It's Q&A day today, so I have a list of your questions that I'm going to answer for you today. But I wanted to say a big shout out to everyone out there who came out to the Midwinter Conference this past weekend. It was great. So many of you from all over. I mean, we have Pennsylvanians and New Yorkers and folks from New Jersey and Delaware Folks from everywhere, and thank you so much for coming up and talking with me um, and taking pictures with me and smiling and chatting, and it was so good to connect with you again. It's just so good to be together. So it was a very amazing time of connecting, and, um, you know, Ginny was great. You know, listen to Ginny is such a hoot, and uh, she had such good wisdom to share, and as did everyone who was there, um, everyone who was there just shared from their heart and just encouraged everybody who was there. So it was a great event. So if you're looking for more of that, check out convention in June 13th to the 15th. So anyway, let's talk about our questions and answers for the day. Okay, so uh, someone wrote in and was wondering where I find groups. So you know what? Believe it or not, this is a really good time of year to be looking for co-ops and support groups because, especially in the case of co-ops, maybe not so much support groups, but with co-ops, they start to plan the next year about now. And then registration gets started and they actually close registration usually by the summer or even by mid-spring so they can plan and get prepared for next year. So if you would like to join a group or a co-op, now's the time to look. So where do you find those groups? If you go to chaponline.com, you'll see it right there on the screen, chaponline.com, under the resources tab, there's tons of stuff there, but there is a section just about groups, and you can find the listing of support groups and um, co-ops that are out there in the state of Pennsylvania. Now, here's something I want to tell you all out there who are from the surrounding states, especially like New Jersey and Delaware, who do not have state organizations like CHAP. I know New York has Homeschool New York. Connecticut has a group up there, too. Ohio has a group. Maryland just started one uh, called Match, which is really great. But New Jersey, unfortunately, and Delaware do not have groups. So if you have a support group and you live in one of those states, please reach out to us. If you would like your support group or your co-op to get listed so people can find you and you can network with other homeschoolers, please let us know. On that page that I just told you about that lists uh, support groups by county in Pennsylvania, we're going to add a New Jersey and a Delaware section for groups in your states because we want you to be able to network with each other. It's really hard. It's very interesting. Since you do not have a stringent homeschool law, uh, the need to connect to talk about the law isn't great there, and it might be even hard to uh, connect with others in your state. So we're going to try to help you with that here in Pennsylvania and get you listed on our website. So anyway, how do you find groups? Chaponline.com and go to the resources tab to our groups portion and you can search there. And so staff, um, staff at chaponline.com is the web address or there's a contact form on, on our website where you can write into us if you want to have your group listed. Well, actually there's even a get listed as a group on that group's page. So you can just use that as a Jersey group um, or Delaware group. So anyway, let's move on to number two. Okay, so if you want to get, oh, so we have so many people writing new books and and financial help booklets or Bible story booklets or whatever, and they, they reach out to CHAP all the time. 
uh, wanting us to just to, to share their products. And I'm sure there are wonderful things that homeschoolers would love to have. But if you've created a product and you would like your product to be shared with the homeschool community, you have a few options. You can come to our convention which is happening in June. You can sign up to be a vendor. You can purchase ads. So if you go to chaponline.com under the contact menu, there is um, advertisements and those can be on our webpage or they can be in our e-news, which is a, a news email newsletter that we send out. Uh, so that, those are your options. If you have created a product that you want homeschoolers to see, those are your options for getting them out in front of the chat audience. Okay, so how can I get involved in the homeschool movement? So this is really cool. I've had a number of folks, retired teachers or grandfathers, who are just really interested in supporting the homeschooling community where they are. So uh, they were asking me how to get involved. So if you're reaching out to CHAP, CHAP is a statewide and even beyond the state organization that is supporting homeschoolers everywhere. So uh, it does support your local homeschooler, but it supports everybody out there too. So uh, there you can you can volunteer with CHAP either at the convention or one of our year-round positions, things like that. Uh, if you want to get involved locally, what you want to do, and we're kind of kicking around putting out a resource out there for folks like you who are looking to get involved in the homeschooling community of your skills and what you would have to offer. Like if you can teach a class or tutor or, or whatever it is, um, be available to uh, the homeschooling community. And then you can go to the support groups near you, which I just mentioned two questions ago, where to find support groups and say, hey, I would love to support homeschoolers. These are the skills I have. This is how I could support you and what you're doing for in raising your children and teaching your children. Uh, so um, you can make sure you have a list of, of what your skills are and your availability and stuff as you reach out to people around you. So it's really just, and, and maybe even just attending one of our events, like we just had this past weekend or the convention coming up. If you want to support homeschooling, that's another way to support homeschooling. Uh, you can support us in supporting other homeschoolers and having these things available to you. If you want to learn more about homeschooling, you can come to an event like convention and learn about homeschooling and um, help help people there. So that's a great way to start to get connected if you're, you're wanting to support homeschoolers. I totally encourage you to get involved in that in that way, uh, locally or at a higher level. And maybe getting involved in the higher level will get you involved locally. Do you know what I mean? So anyway, uh, you can reach out, out to us if you're interested in getting involved. Uh, so we did have we have a newsletter, an e-newsletter. If you don't know, uh, you can go to chaponline.com out there under the contact and it says subscribe to e-news. It's also on the resources tab. And that's where you find out about convention and you get articles and links to videos and all kinds of good things to support you in your homeschool journey. Some folks were getting it and it wasn't working. So it could be that your browser is struggling. Um, for some reason, your browser has an issue. Firefox works the best, I guess, with our newsletter. But uh, you can also right-click on the um, links and copy and paste it into your browser if they don't work. It's just a little bit of a... A little bit of tech help. I'm not the best techiest person, but uh, if you're having issues with a newsletter, that is uh, what to do. And we have checked into it. We do make sure that our links work before they go out. Sometimes we make mistakes. I know it does happen, but um, we do make sure that our links work before they go out. So I'm sorry if that's happening to you. Uh, okay, so 
we are available to come speak to your group. Uh, we have one of our mentors going to be speaking to this to uh, a group in Kutztown. There's a large number of folks interested in homeschooling in the Kutztown area. So there's going to be someone, Shannon, actually, who was on with me last week, is going to be speaking up there about getting started with homeschool. So if you have um, a growing group of people interested in homeschooling in your hometown and you want someone to come help explain how to get started and stuff, encourage them to do that, but also encourage them to come to convention because on Thursday of convention, we're going to do that entire thing. All afternoon is all about new to homeschooling and high school at home and college at home. And it's going to be so, so helpful, but we are available to come to your group. I'm going to be going to salt and light in April. So that'll be really fun. Okay. So medical and dental and immunizations. Oh, 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 always, always, always. So if you go to my YouTube channel, uh, there's a homeschool law list that has all of these podcasts there. You can listen to them. Um, immunizations, you pretty much have to give in an exemption form or the actual uh, immunization record. Uh, medical and dental should be covered by your affidavit. So if you run into more issues with that, you can reach out to HSLDA. Uh, they will represent you if you are a member. Uh, so, yeah. Um, but again, that those videos out there, oh my goodness, you can get all that information there. What is a log? <clears throat> Excuse me, this is a really easy question. A log is a list of books. Done. That's all a log is. You don't need to worry about what a log is. It's not a scary thing. What books have you used this year? Write them on down. You know, that's that's all that a log is. Plain and simple. And what if I'm transferring or moving out of state? So if you are transferring to a different school district within the state of Pennsylvania... Uh, during the school year, uh, you actually uh, go to your superintendent. You say, hey, I'm a homeschool student, homeschool family. We're going to be transferring to this school district. Could you please write a letter of transfer? And they do. It's up to the superintendent to write a letter of transfer to you. They send it over to the new school district and say, here, this homeschool person is moving now into your school district. Um, don't need to refile or anything like that. The superintendent should talk to each other and take care of it. If it's in between school years, you actually, like it's you're moving in the summer, then you actually just file your affidavit in the new school district that you will be a part of once you move. Okay, so that's that. If you're moving out of state, here's, here's the interesting thing. If you're moving out of state, obviously while you're in the state, you're under Pennsylvania law. Once you move out of the state, you're not. So there's no need to complete the end of year things like evaluations and testing and all that type of stuff if you're moving out of state. If you're moving into state, then you have to assume the Pennsylvania laws before the end of the school year and in the coming school year. So, uh, yes. And all that stuff is out there on homeschoolpennsylvania.org. You can find all this information and helpful videos. Okay, so someone was looking, uh, contacting us and was hoping to find an evaluator for an autistic child. So there's two, two parts to this. Uh, one part is... You do not need a special type of evaluator uh, because your child has special needs. Um, you you do for the objectives need at the beginning of the year. You need to have your objective signed off by a um, special needs teacher, okay, or a licensed clinical psychologist. So that is the beginning. But the end of the year with the evaluation, you actually do not need to have a special evaluator uh, now. You might want to have someone who is familiar with a child, uh, with children, with your child's particular uh, need. Um, that is fine. But just so you know that you don't have to have a particular type of evaluator 
for your child with special needs. Um, any evaluator can, can evaluate your child. So I just want to make sure that you guys are aware of that out there. Uh, if you list yourself as an evaluator with us, you can choose to specify that you have uh, familiarity with special needs children and you are very happy to um, evaluate them. You can just let us know that when you're signing up as an evaluator. Okay, so someone else wrote in and asked if they can evaluate for grades 7 through 12 if they are certified K through 6. So this is what I have come to understand about this this week is that as long as you, you're certified for a certain grade level, you've graded for two years in the public school system, um, then you are able to evaluate for anyone. That is the understanding that I have come to at this point. So yes, you can evaluate 7 through 12 if you're certified K through 6 if you've graded for two years. That's my understanding. Um, I had a different understanding earlier, so hopefully that's the correct interpretation, or there's always different interpretations. Uh, that's what I am understanding. So how do you get approval from the state? Someone wrote in. How do I get approval from the state to homeschool? Oh my goodness. No. <laughs> no, no, no. We do not get approval from the state to homeschool. Uh, they don't approve anything. You are the parent of your child. You choose the education. Unfortunately, we've been duped into thinking the state can tell us what type of education our children should have and they have to be in public school and they're going to do what we tell you you're going to do and that's just not the case it's not the case so parents take the reins back you do not have to get approval from the state to homeschool uh if you want to be a homeschooler you take the correct paperwork into your local school district you hand it into them and voila you are a homeschooler you do not need to be accepted or approved by the homeschool in or uh, by the public school in order to be a homeschooler. Um, they also asked how to get started. Well, we have a great um, bunch of resources. If you go to our quick start guide out on chatonline.com, which is under the homeschooling and PA tab, uh, or you can go to our resource guide. That's a lot of information there to get you started. Like I said before, um, homeschoolpennsylvania.org. The chatonline.com button you see before you uh, will take you to a site that says Homeschooling MPA. You can click on that and it'll take you right there and it gives you all the bits and pieces and all the videos. You can also go to our YouTube channel. We are Chap Homeschool Pennsylvania on YouTube and uh, there I have all the videos, well almost all the videos I've ever done. I'm working on getting them all there. But there's a list of law related homeschool videos there that will help you understand all the parts of the law and get started. If you want to get started uh, moving into the next school year, please come to convention. Like I said, Thursday is going to be a whole getting started track. I'm going to be speaking there. Our friend Alicia Hunt is going to be speaking there. There's going to be high school topics, all the things. Uh, we're going to get you equipped to get started on your homeschool journey. Uh, so, yes, you definitely want to check that out and check out the resources we have out there on our website. Someone wrote in and asked, if I switch teachers, do I tell the school? This goes with the, do I get approved by the school thing? No, no, no. So I want you to go watch episode 221 of Chat and Chap. It's on YouTube. It's here on Facebook. It's on Spotify. Uh, you're the supervisor, uh, which is pretty much the parent. But you are the supervisor or the guardian of the child. You are the supervisor in your paperwork, your affidavit. You don't need to tell the school anything about how your child is being educated. Uh, you get to choose the teacher. It can be you. 
It could be a friend. It could be a tutor. It could be a co-op person. It could be an online class. That is up to you as a supervisor to decide, and you don't have to tell anybody when you switch. Uh, so that, again, is up to you. You're responsible for your child's education, not the state. Do not tell the school when you switch teachers. Okay. So if you're a homeschool group leader, you want to start a homeschool group, what do you do? Uh, if you're looking for information specifically on insurance, someone had written in about insurance for groups. Uh, there is a church insurance specialists, Inc.com. That's all one big gigantic website, church insurance specialists, Inc.com. Uh, and they can help you get some insurance for your group. There's also a Facebook group called I'm a homeschool group leader. So if you look for I'm a homeschool group leader on Facebook, there is a group out there and you can jump in there and get in the conversation about how to get started. What do you do? Ask your questions there. It's very helpful. Um, yeah, there's all those bits and pieces, uh, uh, background checks and clearances and all those things to keep in mind as a school group leader, which is more than I can actually tackle right here in this video. I have done a video about how to start a homeschool group. I actually don't know the number of that. I usually do. But I don't know the number, but there is one out there. If you would go search on my list of videos for that, you would find that. So, um, yes, kudos to you for starting a, a group. And I will let you know that at our convention, we are going to have a leadership training for group leaders, support group and co-op leaders. So more information is coming out on that, too in the coming weeks. So you want to keep your eyes peeled. It's going to be really good. Uh, people were asking about convention schedule and childcare. When are they going to see it? We're working on the website. We finally have uh, solidified all of our speakers, um, almost 100%, but we know who is going to be speaking. We're just getting the types of talks yet. Uh, and we are working on building our website. So if you are signed up for the e-news that I talked about earlier, you can sign up uh, under chatonline.com. Contacts is subscribed to e-news. Please go check that out because that is where we will tell you, hey, registration is open. Hey, the website is live. This is where all the information is. Uh, so uh, our our convention website is conv.chaponline.com. You can go there right now. It's just kind of a placeholder because the information is not on there yet. But we will get it up there for you soon. And we are looking to have registration open mid-March. So it's just in a few weeks. Uh, so you can see what the schedule will be. We will not have a children's program this year. Children are more than welcome to come along uh, and be with their parents. There is a lot of green space at Elizabethtown College. If you bring them along, there's plenty of places to go out and run and get fresh air and work out the energy. Of course, the track is right where the vendor hall is going to be, so you can <laughs> do some laps around the track, uh, get out the energy. But yes, children are more than welcome to come to convention uh, though there will not be a uh, children's program there. Um, and the last question came in. It was someone who used uh, uses the Abeka accredited school, and the school hands a report card. So they were wondering if that report card would suffice for a evaluation, for an evaluation. Sorry. So it does not. It does not, the law in Pennsylvania says you must have an evaluation if you are a homeschooled student. And so even though your child goes to a Becca Online Academy and gets a report card, you do still need to take some of that information that shows progress along in a portfolio to your 
evaluator. And if it's online, maybe you can log into a computer and show the progress on a computer, on a laptop there. Uh, but the evaluator is just looking for progress. So they're looking for at samples of work, uh, book lists, whatever books they use through the Becca program. You can just make a little list, take it on, you know, to your evaluator. Um, any testing that needs done, you still need to do testing. Even if you're on a Becca online school, you need to do a standardized test, three, five, and eight, grades three, five, and eight. And uh, you take that information to your evaluator. They write a letter saying that you are complying with the law. Okay, so even if you are in an online academy, that's more than just a Becca. It's any online academy. If you're doing everything online and they give you a report card and all the things, you still need to do an evaluation. It's the law in the state of Pennsylvania. So you can check out uh, the evaluation, the evaluator videos I have if you have more questions or concerns about evaluations in the state of Pennsylvania. Uh, they're really no sweat. So, But now is the time to be getting in touch with your evaluator. So if you don't have one, you better be looking for one under our resources tab on chatonline.com. And if you do have one, it's time to email them. I need to email mine and uh, just say, hey, I'm still out here. Are you still out there? And are we going to connect this year? So it's good to be doing that now because before too long, they're actually going to be starting to schedule those evaluations. So that's all I had for today. Hopefully it was very encouraging to you. If you have any other questions or comments, please feel free to write in. You can comment on this video. You can write to us on, you can inbox us on Facebook or uh, our contact form there on chaponline.com. Uh, we love to hear from you. I'd love to hear any topics that you'd like to have us discuss here on the show. Uh, or Ro, if you want Ro and I to, to, to tackle anything together, she is going to be interviewing our speakers for convention on her show in the coming weeks. So we're really excited about that. So you can tune in to Ro and see what's going to be uh, happening with our speakers at convention this year. So anyway, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, I hope you're enjoying these lovely, it's springy here where I am living. It's very springy these few days, so we're really enjoying being outside, although it is going to get cold again in a few days. Uh, but we are enjoying it now. It's my springy shirt. I'm all feeling all the spring going on. So um, enjoy your time with your children. Enjoy the rest of the school year as you lead your children to follow Christ in all of life. I hope you're doing it together and learning together. Uh, loving on each other together and uh, sharing um, that love with those around you. So thank you for tuning in and I look forward to speaking with you next week. Have a great week. Bye now.